Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman and his guise of reporter Clark Kent is with his private detective friend, Candy Myers, in London, England, when they find a surprise waiting for them in their hotel room. Wonder who it is the room clerk said was waiting for us up here, Ken. Uh, we'll know soon enough, Candy. Here's our room. Yeah, here's the key. You open the door while I keep you covered with this gat, just in case. Okay. Great Scott! What gives, Ken? Candy, you're in for the surprise of your life. Stand back while I open this door. Look who it is. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. As you know, gang, today is the day on which we celebrate the birth of George Washington, first president of the United States. One of the first things we are taught about Washington is that he was an unusually truthful man, a fact that is used to demonstrate that the father of our country had strength and courage. You see, to be truthful all the time, one must have strength and courage. Because it is often easier to tell lies. And it's a great man who can always face the truth fairly and squarely. Now, there are many people who are afraid, or for selfish reasons, prefer not to tell the truth. People, for instance, who think they are better than others, and fear that if they face the truth, they will lose that false feeling of superiority. And so they make up lies to make gullible folks think they are better than people who look a bit different, or who go to a different church, or whose families were recent immigrants to our country. Of course, that's ridiculous. Any intelligent person knows that no man is better than any other because of the color of his skin, the shape of his nose, or the way he worships. George Washington knew that. He knew that anything other than that was a lie, and he had no use for lies or liars. To Washington, all men were brothers under the skin. That is why his birthday was chosen to be the first day of Brotherhood Week, which begins today. Gang, I know we all want to follow in the footsteps of the father of our country, the man who is said to have never told a lie. So I suggest you join me in what we will call the George Washington Patrol. Later, I will tell you more about this, so keep listening. And now, the adventures of Superman. In London, England, a dying jewel thief named Dude McCoy told Clark Kent and Detective Candy Myers of a fantastic kingdom under the sea where a band of criminals hide away from the law and hold as useful prisoners a world-famous scientist and a renowned physician. But before he could reveal the location of the undersea's hideout, McCoy was shot and killed, telling them with his last breath that his parrot could give them the required information. Then, when Kent and Candy went to get the parrot, they discovered that it had been stolen by a burly sailor who was described as wearing a large gold ring in his ear. After several hours of fruitless search through the fog-bound London dock area, 
Kent and Candy returned to their hotel, tired and discouraged. Advised by the desk clerk that a visitor awaited them in their room, they hurried upstairs. And as we join them now, Kent has just flung open the door. Look who it is, Candy. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Hiya, fellas. Jumpin' Jemima, Jim Olson. Are you surprised? Well, what are you doing here, Jim? Yeah, how did you get when here? When did you arrive? Hey, hey, wait a minute. That's a fine way to greet a guy. Well, after Aren't all... Aren't you even glad to see me, Mr. Candy? Well, yes, Jim, oh, sure, about but... you, Candy? I haven't seen you in months. Well, sure, kid. It's good to see you, but... Well, we uh... can get to that later. What I want to know right now is... Why are you here? How did you get here and when? Yeah, come on, son. Give out with the facts and particulars. Okay, I arrived in London on the Clipper early tonight. The Clipper, huh? Why? What brings you here? Oh, nothing special. Miss Lane told me you got an SOS from Candy to come to London, and I know when the two of you get together, there's usually action. So... Well, I just wanted to get in on it, that's all. <laughs> How do you like that? Some kid, eh, Ken? Gee <laughs> whiz, you don't mind, do you, Mr. Ken? Well, no, not really, Jim. Except I still can't figure out how you managed to get the time off. Oh, that's easy. And who financed your trip? Yeah, you don't fly New York to London on the Clipper for peanuts, exactly. It didn't cost me anything. Are you kidding? No. Come. I won a round-trip ticket as a prize for a short story I wrote and entered in a contest. How what? about when that? When I found out you'd gone to London, Mr. Kent, I asked the chief if I could take the week's vacation I had coming, because I had the Clipper tickets and all. And well, the chief said okay. Sure. <laughs> hey, now, tell me what's cooking here. After okay, all, Okay, Jim, all right, I'll tell you. You see, Candy and I are trying to find the location of a kingdom under the sea. Sure you... What? You heard him, pal. We're looking for an undersea kingdom that's supposed to be located somewhere under the floor of the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, no. That's look, the truth, Jim. With the kid and I can take a this joke. This ain't a comedy routine, pal. We got plenty of reason to believe that undersea's layout is a hideaway for top-ranking crooks that any cop, any place in the world, would give us right on the pitch. But, gee whiz, a kingdom under the sea? Well, that's impossible. Incredible, Jim, but not impossible. After what's happened so far tonight, I'm more than willing to believe the whole thing. And that goes double for me in space. Hey, look, how about telling me the whole story? Sure, go on, Candy. Might as well give it to him now as later. Okay, pull up your lap, Jim, and get comfortable, and Uncle Candy will tell you a bedtime story that'll curl your hair. I'm all set. Well, I first heard about this layout from a light-fingered schmo I was tailing on account of he lifted a string of ice from a client of mine. When I put the gab on him, he made a pitch for a break because his doctor told him he was... Well, when McCoy finished telling me about this kingdom under the sea, he began drawing me a map to show where the place was located. Gee whiz, Candy, where is it? Where's the map? Look, who's writing this material? Be quiet, Jim. Let Candy finish his story. Oh, I'm sorry, Candy. Okay. Like I was saying, McCoy began drawing a map. And I was drooling at the thought of all the rewards I was going to collect for the crooks I'd grab in the hideout when some guy pumps a couple of slugs into McCoy. And killed him? Yeah. But he lasted just long enough to tell us that Tippy could give us the info we needed. Oh, who's Tippy? McCoy's parrot. His parrot? That's right, Jim. A parrot who had apparently been taught some key words that would indicate the location of the underseas kingdom. Well, I'll be... Well, where is it? The parrot, I mean. That, Jimmy boy, is the $64 question. Yes, someone we suspected was McCoy's killer stole the bird and disappeared with him. Holy smokes. And all we know about the crook is that he's a tall, broad-shouldered sailor who wears a gold ring in one ear. Oh, boy. Bad chance of finding him in a city like this. We found that out after several hours of scouring pubs and coffee shops on the dock. But I'm not through looking. No, sir. I'm starting to scour the waterfront again at the crack of dawn. And if he's still in London, I'll find him. Can I go with you, Candy? Sure, we'll all go together. 
Let's turn in now and get a few hours sleep, huh? Yeah, you'll need it, Jim, because we're going to be pounding the docks beginning with 6 a.m. Say, what time is it, Mr. Ken? Oh, it's almost noon, Jim. Why, you tired? Oh, no, I'm just a little hungry, that's all. Hey, come to think of it, I'd like to wrap my gizzard around some food, too. What do you say, Kent? Okay with me, Candy. There's a restaurant across the street. Well, here it is, four o'clock in the afternoon and still no luck. Gosh, after all the sailors we've seen with gold rings in their ears, even... Some with parrots. None of which was Tippy. How do you know they weren't? Because Tippy says hello Dutch when you say hello to him. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, look, standing here is getting us nowhere. Let's get moving again. Come on. Oh, boy. My dog's barking. Why don't you call it quits, Jim? Yeah, it's 7 o'clock and pretty dark. You'd be better off going back to the hotel. No, kid, nothing we... doing. I can take it as long as you guys can. Okay. Look, Candy, I think we can cover more territory if we split up. Why don't you and Jim go down that street and I'll take the one in the other direction? Then we can meet back here in, say, an hour. I'll buy that, Kent. Swell. See you two in an hour. Right. So long. And good luck. Well, okay, Jim. Let's us get moving. Okay, come on. Look, Candy. Supposing we should see that guy we're looking for. With Tippy, I mean. What do Wait, we... Wait, Jim. What's the matter? Make like nothing's in your mind and look at that guy sitting at the table near the window of this coffee shop. What? <gasps> Jeepers. He's a big guy with a gold ring in his ear. Yeah. And look at what's sitting on the floor beside him. A red and yellow parrot in a cage. Uh-huh. Gee whiz, Candy. Do you think that's... Could be, Jim. Could be. Come on. We'll find out. In just a moment, we'll return for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. Now, gang, this is an invitation to each and every one of you to join the George Washington Patrol. There are no membership cards, no silver buttons or uniforms in this organization. There is only a pledge, a pledge taken by all young Americans who want to guard the victories gained for us by George Washington when he was commander-in-chief of the American army. Washington's victories weren't only military ones. They were far more important triumphs because George Washington fought for equal rights for all men, no matter what their race or religion. And it is this victory, this priceless gift of liberty, which we must guard today. For liberty and equality must be constantly protected. We must be alert and vigilant. It is up to each one of us to patrol the victory gained for us by Washington, the victory of equal rights for all Americans. The finest tribute you can pay the father of our country in honor of his birthday is to join the George Washington Patrol. And here is the pledge all patrol members must take. Now please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I believe in the code of the George Washington Patrol, which says that no man on earth is better than any other because of the color of his skin or the way he worships God. And no member of the George Washington Patrol shall ever treat a fellow American unfairly just because of his race or religion. I do so solemnly promise. Thank <laughs> you. 
And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Searching the London waterfront for a gold earring sailor with a parrot who holds the secret of an underseas kingdom, Jimmy Olsen and Candy Myers spotted a man and bird who answered the description of those they seek. And now, his eyes bright with excitement, Jimmy stays close to Candy as they enter a small coffee shop. Candy... Do you think that parrot with the big guy is Tippy? I got a hunch it is, Jim. But I'll know for sure as soon as I hear it talk. Come on, let's go. Wait, Candy. If if that bird is Tippy, then then that big sailor he's with is the guy who shot Dude McCoy. Sure. So what? Well, he he's a dangerous character. And he might relax, relax. Leave everything to me. Now let's go over and sit down at the table next to him. And for Pete's sake, stop staring. Come on. Follow me. His pulse beating rapidly, Jimmy Olsen follows Candy Myers as they approach a table next to one at which is seated a burly sailor with a caged parrot. Have they found the murderer of Jude McCoy and the parrot the murdered man said could tell them how to find the fantastic underseas hideout for international criminals? And if so... What will happen with Superman off in another direction? Tomorrow's episode is full of action and excitement, gang, so don't miss it. Yes, for many thrills and pulse-quickening suspense, be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 5 of Kingdom Under the Sea on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom X and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. Um... I actually thought that the fact about the uh, origin of the word stereotyping was kind of interesting in the uh, part three. Oh, so you learn something new every day. And I'm glad that Jimmy got out to London to act as the designated second prisoner. And I've noticed that with the writers. They re- uh, rarely... Just one character captured. It tends to be Jimmy and Lois, or uh, Lois and Perry. Uh, Jimmy and Poco, I think part of the reason for that is you have, without somebody else around, you have this kind of silly spectacle of a character sitting around talking to himself or herself. So we often don't hear scenes when just a single character is captured unless they're talking to a villain. So I'm anticipating a bit here. If uh, Candy Myers and Jimmy Olsen aren't captured by the end of this story, I will be uh, very surprised. All right, well, that'll actually do it for now. If you do have a comment, send it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. And pick up your copy of Speed Trap, now available at audible.com or in the iTunes store. But from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.